Listener's discretion is advised. Parties who are listening here tonight on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff Season 4. Now, last night, uh, Richard Jefferson introduces the NBA fans about the NBA in-season tournament in the month of November for the 2023-2024 season. We know how it works now, but the only question is, who is going to be in those ABC groups for both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference season to compete for the NBA Cup. Well, last night, it was revealed that it was hosted by Malika Andrews and Richard Jefferson. And here is both the West and the East groups for the 2023 NBA in-season tournament for the NBA Cup. I have right here in my hand the groups for the Western Conference. But before we get to that, Steve, you are a four-time champion with the Golden State Warriors. You're a five-time champion as a player. And now we are introducing the brand-new NBA Cup to play for. What do you think of all of this? I'm excited. You know, I, I, the play-in tournament has been awesome. You know, we've been part of that as a team, um, both being in the play-in tournament and trying to avoid it. And I think being creative with the regular season has been really successful. Um, I'm excited about this mid-season tournament, too. I think it's going to add an element of, of energy and excitement for the players and the coaches and the fans. So I think it's a great idea. Let's not waste any more time, then. All right. All Group right. A for you. Group B for you, Victor. Group C for you, Ant. All right, here we go. Let's get it started with Group A, the very first group in the new NBA in-season tournament. The first team is, Steve. The Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies. Interesting season coming Uh, up for them next. The second team is the Phoenix Suns. Ah, okay. Third. Los Angeles Lakers. Ah. I think we got some Lakers fans here. Fourth. The Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz. And last but not least. Fifth team is the Portland Trailblazers. Ah, Scoot Henderson, Portland Trailblazers. So we see what? Frank Vogel's. Former team and current mm-hmm. team, both in the same group. We got yep. some rivalries already, already going there. Now that the first team has been unveiled, Ant, what do you think? What? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about the first group, Ant? I know you're I'm, focusing on not messing. Who up I think gonna win? Yeah, who's gonna win? Uh, probably if Ja in Memphis. 
Memphis. Oh, okay. All right. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Okay. Victor, let's get to group B. All right. Ready? Yeah. Ready. The teams in West Group B are the Denver Nuggets. Training camp. Yeah. The second team is the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, okay. All right. Not a lot of Clipper fans here. Third. <laughs> All right. The third team, the New Orleans Pelicans. Ah, okay. And? The fourth is the Dallas Mavericks. And the last one is the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets. Love me some Rockets. We, Richard is all about the Rockets. I'm all about the Rockets. I think they're our play-in team. I do, from where they started. Well, like, that's a positive. Yeah, but we're here to talk about the, the in-season tournament. And by, by my calculations, none of the three of your teams have been mentioned yet. So I feel like Ant... You're holding the hottest card. (laughs) Who you got in Group C? The teams in West Group C are one, Sacramento Kings. Uh, Number two is the Golden State Warriors. Number three is the Minnesota Timberwolves. I get to beat up on Steve, y'all. Uh, num- number four is Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, okay. And number five is San Antonio Spurs. Ah. All right. So, so who's winning this one then? I get to beat up on all of them. I get to beat, I get, up, on yeah, I get to beat up on all of them. Steve, are you ready to talk a little bit? I don't talk trash. No. <laughs> There's no need. No need. I think we can be really surprising. Oh. Ah. All right. Really surprising. So here they are once again West Group A, West Group B, West Group C. Trey, East Group A, Paolo, East Group B, Cade, East Group C. And without any further ado, Trey Young, please do the honors. Who is in the East Group A? I like that. The teams in the East Group A are number one, Philadelphia, 76ers. Okay. Number two, Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Oh, this team winning. Number three, the Atlanta Hawks. Hey. Number four. Number four, the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Indiana Pacers, and number five. The Detroit Pistons. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Kate, you hear him, right? Yeah, I like heard that. Him, right? I like that. A little he competition. said he was winning. Okay. I like that. Trey, you made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals back in 2021. You have so many young players up on the stage. What do you think having a in-season tournament with the NBA, what does that do to push toward April to get you all ready? I mean, it's just uh, it's an exciting time to me, uh, play more basketball. I mean, you're playing uh, for another award, uh, something special. And so it's just going to push us and get us ready. And it keeps teams, I mean, prepared, I mean, all season long. So, it, I mean, it definitely helps leading up to the, the big goal at the end, too. So yeah. that's, that's the first group. That's group A. Paolo, what about group B? All right, see, here we go. See. The teams in East Group B. Number one, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Coming in at number two, we got the New York Knicks. 
Number three coming in, we got the Miami Heat. The Washington Wizards at number four. No cheers. <laughs> wow. Number five, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets coming in at five. That's a rub. I'm particularly the. Talk that noise. I love it. It was rough. All right. Let's not waste any time and get to East Group C, Kate. The teams in East Group C are number one, the Boston Celtics. Real mixed feelings there. Yeah. Number two, number two, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Number three, the Toronto Raptors. Okay. God bless Canada. Number four, the Chicago Bulls. And number five, Paulo Bantero and the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. I would ask who do you like in this group, but uh, Paolo, what do you think? I'm excited. I'm excited. It's my second year, and uh, this is the first year of the tournament, so I'm excited to see what it, what it does and uh, where we end up. Well, and you were able to break through that sort of infamous rookie wall to win rookie of the year. This is just another uh, part of the season that players can push toward. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Yep, there you have it, folks. Those are the teams that will be part of the, actually all 30 of the teams, being put on three separate groups for the Eastern and Western Conference groups for the 2023 NBA in-season tournament. And oh, by the way, just like Richard Jefferson said last night, it counts as part of the 2023-2024 NBA regular season. Unlike the in-play tournament, which doesn't count for anything, or even for the playoff postseason stuff. Now, let's move on to NASCAR Cup Series race earlier tonight. It was a first night race in the Cup Series at Atlanta Motor Speedway since the 2014 season. 2014 season where they still had that regular intermediate speedway race where Casey Kane got himself into the NASCAR's then chase for the NASCAR Cup Series Championship playoff. Or should I say chase for the Cup? That's what it used to be called before Sprint decided to leave NASCAR. Um, and it was also the first year of the uh, the current playoff format. And tonight was a very, very, very intense race. However... The race ended due to rain. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate for all the Hendrick Motorsports haters. Or should I say some of the pro Joe Gibbs racing fans or Stuart Haas racing fans or Team Penske fans or all the other race fans in the world that hated the Range Joint race because a Hendrick Motorsports driver won. Yes, a Hendrick Motorsports driver won the race again in a rain-shortened race. But who was the winner? 
I'll give it to Rick Allen for that answer on the rain-shortened 2023 Quaker State 400 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. The word on the top of the pylon checkered. That means that NASCAR has called the race due to weather. William Byron gets his fourth win of the season, his eighth career win overall, and all smiles for young William Byron as he was able to be in the right place at the right time when the weather came in. That's right, folks. William Byron scored his uh, fourth win of the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series season, which has also doubled his career high from last year. Last year was two, and this year is two times two. Now, here was his victory interview with NBC Sports' Marty Snyder. On that rain-shortened win, which he has never had until that fateful night at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And chatting it over with Michael McDowell, who's also very happy that this thing rained out. Man, I don't even know where to start with your day. You said it was so much fun early on, then the penalty on pit road, then the spin. How did you guys come back and make this happen? Yeah, just teamwork. You know, honestly... I, I don't completely understand this one. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's a really good feeling. I've never had a, a rain uh, victory like this, but just thanks to Exalta Chevrolet, I mean, it's cool, man. I, I, we were through so much throughout the night, uh, spinning through the infield, destroyed the bottom of the car, dragging it around the yep. apron, trying to stay on the lead lap. And at, at that point, you just don't have the grip. So I was real edgy back in traffic, but uh, Rudy made a good call to pit there. And then, uh, and then stay out. And once we got towards the front, it was okay. We could honestly uh, make the right decisions, block okay, and uh, got the lead from AJ and just uh, was able to manage the run. So just a crazy night. Well, the guys in the booth were saying some of the most amazing racing they have seen behind the wheel. How was the racing tonight? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, I think that's all you can ask for on a super speedway. We, we want handling to matter. We want to be able to drive the things. And I felt like the first stage was, was really fun. I was able to make some moves on the bottom. And you're lifting every corner. So it's really uh, – it's, it's different than a 550 old-style race, but it's, it's more packed up. But it's still handling matters, and guys can make aggressive moves. So uh, I was certainly edgy back in traffic, but Rudy made it, like I said, a good call, and we got it towards the front. And uh, sometimes that's what it takes. Just thankful for the whole team. And – um, just staying in it because yeah. we were lapped down and uh, it could have been over. So you and I talked a few weeks ago and you said all the success early in the year, the summer is very important to us. We need to show up. We need to be able to win races. How significant for the 24 team in this championship hopeful run that you are going to go on here to get a win here in the summer? Yeah, it's really important. I mean, we're just keeping our heads in it. We, you know, over the last few weeks, uh, we finished in the top 15 when we don't have good cars. And uh, the days we have really good cars, we finish in the top five. So it's just a matter of staying with it. And today was definitely a lucky break. I, I can't uh, overstate that. You know, we were in the lead, but uh, there's certainly a lot of laps to go. But uh, just thankful for a good team to make good decisions and, like I said, to, to stay in the race when, when it's easy to kind of give up and pack it in. Rick, it's a lucky break, but I'm sure you'll take it. You take wins however you can get them. Momentum is on William Byron's side right now as he once again gets the sole possession of the uh, playoff point lead. Yes, I said playoff point lead because I go for the playoff grid. He has uh, four wins. Kyle Busch has three wins. Um, some have two wins, uh, some have only one win, and others who have yet to win 
are, well, probably still going to fight for their lives. Next week, the NASCAR Cup Series drivers are going up north at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway for the Crayon 301. Yes, I said 301 because they added an extra lap since 2008. Yes, 2008, I think uh, they have put one extra lap just because it's the, uh, they have this nickname called the Magic Mile. Now, after this brave ad, we are going to get to a throwback segment when the host of The Late Show on CBS and his wife, Evie McGee, celebrated their 29th wedding anniversary together on last year's Late Show back in October of 2022. So, stay tuned, folks, on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff Season 4. <laughs> Look, it's Barbie! No, it's not. It's Georgie. He's volleyball. He's done it all. He's Georgie. Georgie, the George Santos action figure who simply can't tell the truth. With so many identities to choose from. Like NYU graduate Georgie. Give me my diploma, Dean. But you don't even go here. I'm putting it on my resume anyway. Broadway producer Georgie. I produce Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Didn't that musical suck? No. Volleyball Georgie? Have you ever played volleyball? Lady, I invented volleyball. And grieving orphan Georgie. My mom died in 9-11. Georgie, come for dinner. But my maid Farofa. She's alive! And don't forget Jewish Georgie. My grandparents survived the Holocaust. Awesome! Collect them all. Brain surgeon Georgie. Mermaid Georgie. Magician Georgie. Ballerina Georgie. G.I. Georgie. And so many other lies he's bound to tell. It's a Georgie orgy. Polygraph machine sold separately. Available at Rite Aid. folks on this sunday edition of random stuff now let's get to that throwback segment again so that's two times i get to use it this weekend it is called throw it back well in this uh Throw it back segment for the second week in a row. We'll once again focus on the host of the late show on CBS where last year he celebrated the 29th anniversary with his wife Evie McGee and they did a little first drafts. And well, here is their first draft anniversary edition. On the late show on CBS back in the year 2022. 
If you know me, you know I love Evie. And I hear you saying, Steve, if you love her so much, why don't you marry her? Well, spoiler alert, I did. Okay, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. This photo, that's an embarrassing photo. The paparazzi snapped us when we were going out to get the newspaper in the morning. They are, they are relentless. There's, there's a very special date uh, coming up uh, for us. It's our anniversary. We will be celebrating 29 years of absolute, absolute bliss. 29 years of absolute bliss plus whatever Evie has felt about it. Now, no anniversary is complete without a thoughtful card, but people don't always get those cards right the first time around. So tonight, we'll take a look at some of the early attempts in our segment, First Drafts. Of course, anniversary cards go with gifts. And the 29th year is the furniture anniversary. So to celebrate, I got Evie a chair right next to me. Please welcome my incredible wife, Evie, everybody. You're a vision. You're a vision. There you go. Um, have a seat. There you go. Thank wow. you. Very nice. That's the movie star that's right. That's the movie star. I'm working on it. There you go, darling. Here you go. I got, I got your little champagne for Ooh, your fun. Thank you. And I got. Whoa. I got some flowers. Hi. I, these are, these are way too big for this bit. Hello. There you go. Hello, they're, darling. They're peonies, my favorite. I know they are. I'm gonna put them back down here. I'm gonna just put That's them right really here. Sweet. So we'll know they're here, but we'll still see each other. Now, uh, darling, you know how this works. Yes. Do you want to say how this works, or shall I say how this works? You do. Okay. <laughs> Okay, in first drafts, I show you, and here are the cards, if you'll hold those, please. I show you and the audience a lovely anniversary card that made it to market. This was one that was actually finished and sold by the card company. And then I show you the not-so-lovely first draft that didn't get the message right. Okay. Is the premise established? <laughs> I got it. I here got we it. go. Here we go. I'm going to take a quick step just to... All right, cheers. here. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, here's to 29 more. 29 more. Yeah. That is a that is a lot of years. Did you think we'd make it this far? Yes. It's Did just you a comedy. Not? It's just Did a comedy show. I, it's a comedy show. I'm just well, I making mean, jokes. What if I said no? What if I was like, no? I thought we'd only last five years. Wow, I'd be really hurt. <laughs> Can I see the first one, please? This card says, if I could, I would marry you all over again. Happy anniversary, my love. Sweet. That is not only sweet, but it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. But the first draft said, if I could, I would marry you all over again. Mainly so I could not do all those tequila shots at our reception. Sorry I threw up on your dad. What do you remember? Okay, so... We're coming up. We're coming up on 29 years. What do you remember most about our wedding? How hungry I was. That's what I was saying. If That's there is I'm... anybody out there getting married, eat, eat during your wedding. I didn't right. have a bite to eat no. all day. I was just shaking hands and thanking people. The next thing I knew, they're like saying, "You have to leave," so people can throw things at you. <laughs> do you remember tossing your uh, tossing your bouquet or anything like yep, that? Yep. 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 Can we say who about who? Sure, I think so. Broadway actress Jackie Hoffman. Yeah, was friend at of our ours wedding. was at our wedding, and I 
threw it, and uh, she missed it. Yep. And threw herself on the ground, and did a whole big thing. Yep. I mean, she's an actress, but a lot of my parents' friends did not know that she was an actress. They thought perhaps and she they was. They thought she was really, really distraught. Really distraught. Yeah. Yeah. It was very funny. But she had a great weekend. Everybody had a great weekend. I mean, we had a fun time. They had a great weekend. Yes. I would like to go back and attend our wedding. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of fun. I think it was. Could I have the next card, please? Yeah. I love this one. It says, I won the gelato with you. You'll always have a pizza of my heart. <laughs> That's very nice. That's very cute. But the first draft said... I won the gelato with you. Sorry, I can only boink with the lights on. <laughs> that's, inappropriate. that's inappropriate. That's That is inappropriate. That's why they didn't sell it. That is that's inappropriate. Why okay, so what do you... I haven't gotten you anything for our anniversary. What would you like for our anniversary? This what is fun right here. This is nice. The, really? I got flowers, champagne. Champagne. All my friends. Sure. <laughs> Oh, you. Hollywood has, cha- Hollywood has changed exactly. you. All right, uh, may I have this? Yeah, yeah. You know what I remember? What do you I, remember? I was, another thing I remember about our wedding is how terrified I was of your Aunt Margaret. Remember your Aunt Margaret? Oh, yes. My Aunt Margaret, my father's twin. Oh, my God. Yes. She, she comes up to me. Like, I've never like, met her before. Yeah. And she smoked, and she was 110 years old she already. Had, she had skin like fine Corinthian leather. She comes up, she's like, Well, aren't you a pretty little thing? And I thought I was like 13. I was 30 years old. I thought I was 13. I was like, ah, oh, hi. She scared yeah. me so much. She and and my 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 great aunt Eddie Gard. Yeah, the two of them. Uh, the two of them. They were smoking in a facility that allowed no smoking. Oh yeah. And they had taken. They made an ashtray out of the sign that said no smoking. <laughs> These were tough dames. They were. These were tough dames. And of course, you know what Margaret always calls me. The, the rotten one? The, the rotten kid. The rotten, you rotten kid. <laughs> I called her up once and I said, Margaret, it's, it's Jim's son. She goes, which one? I said, the rotten one. And she said, how rotten? <laughs> and I said, the rottenest? And she went, hello, Stephen, how are you? <laughs> Happy anniversary, Don. It's the last card. Oh, oh, thank you. Happy anniversary. Why, was that ominous? Yes, it was. <laughs> This card says, 10 years ago, today was the best day of my life, and every day since, because now you're my wife. Aw, that's sweet. Fantastic. But the first draft said, 10 years ago was the best day of my life. I can't believe I met Bon Jovi at a Jamba Juice. He was so nice. (laughs) Evie McGee. And that was The Late Show Guy and Evie McGee's anniversary edition of First Drafts. Now... And I mean now, folks. By the time we get to the month of October 7th of 2023, it will be the 30th anniversary of The Late Show Guy and Evie McGee's since they tied the knot. And of course, they don't do Friday edition of The Late Show. So maybe I'll probably just say a little happy anniversary. Maybe, no, I, I don't do October either because I'm doing school. So what the hell was I thinking? But just a little advance. Happy 30th anniversary to the Late Show Guy and Evie McGee. But now, after this brief ad, 
we get to listen to a theme song from an iconic 70s TV show starring Telly Savalas as Kojak. Oh, I just spoiled it. God damn it. Oh, well, say stay tuned, folks, on this Sunday night edition of Random Stuff Season 4. The fake promotional consideration is provided by the following. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Badansky. Despite what you may have read online, the available COVID-19 vaccines are very safe and very effective. But in some cases, men who get the COVID-19 vaccine may experience side effects that result in penile growth to the tune of three, four, and in some patients, more than five inches. In other words, whip it out, swing it around. It's salami time. This has been a message from the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hanging low, yo. Here you go. That's how you speak to men. And bye. Uh, in my old office? In a shoebox by the golf course? In a birthday card from Mama? Uh, in my butt? Uh, up his butt? Where are your classified documents? Keep all your documents organized and safe. Turn them into kitty litter. Happy birthday, Betsy Ross. The Presidential Trapper Keeper. Only from me. Available at Walgreens. A simple trapper keeper could solve all of these problems. And we're back, folks, on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Now, let's get to some music. And this one is from the theme song from a TV show back in the 70s, starring the late Telly Savalas as Kojak. So here is the full theme song of the theme of the show called Kojak. Here's the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra.
that was the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra with the theme song of a 1970s hit, Kojak. Now, after this brief ad, we wrap up the Sunday edition of Random Stuff Season 4. So stay tuned, folks. Celebrate the second anniversary of the insurrection with a gift any red-blooded seditionist would treasure. It's amazing. January 6th cargo shorts. Be the trigger of your dreams in these high-quality shorts that'll have your 8chan message board screaming, You look proud, boy. There's a pocket for your face paint, a pocket for your raccoon pelt, another for your overdue alimony payment, one to store your stepmom's phone number when you need to post bail, and a pocket for a noose that'll have Mike Pence running for a Waffle House. Act now and we'll fill one of those pockets with a 2000 Papa Roach CD. Every pair of January 6 cargo shorts are lovingly assembled in a Chinese sweatshop. But we put a big Made in the USA patch right on the ass. Do your next insurrection in style. In the roomiest shorts, this side of the Capitol Police Line. Available in XL, XXL, XXXL, and Daddy Dunn. January 6th cargo shorts. Call now. Folks, that is it for this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in next week for more, so good night, folks.